And we're going to be talking now about the summit on terrorism in Paris. Jacinda Ardern will be heading there. Her and Emmanuel Macron are very much on the same page at trying to do something with regards to terrorism and the use of social media. But can they really achieve anything? To have a chat about that, a fellow from Massey University Centre for Defence and Security Studies, John Battersby, is with us now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Very good. Thanks for joining us, John. Uh, No Mark Zuckerberg, no Sheryl Sandberg from Facebook, no uh, Donald Trump, President of the US. Is anything really going to happen at this little uh, tete-a-tete in Paris? Yeah, disappointing, isn't it? I think uh, on the first of this, you know... um Jean and and the French president have taken uh, a good initiative. It's definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, it hadn't happened yet, so let's not prejudge. You know, it's it, you never know what might come out of it. So, um, the two fairly progressive leaders, both of them building some reputations internationally, and no, maybe something will happen. But um, it does seem to look like uh, possibly a very little step. Um, There's a whole range of internet-related, social media-related issues around crime, around terrorism, around, you know, even such as bullying, um, um, Mm. fraud, all that kind of stuff that's happening in one country, victimising another one. So there's a whole range of issues and it is very disappointing. Isn't that that part of the problem, John? There's a whole range of issues. Surely there's just one issue, which is how social media uh, disperses and promotes and organises terrorism. Let's just focus on that. Yeah, okay, if we just focus on that one, but then you start you start to get problems around financing of terrorism, and then you start to get problems around how terrorism um, organisations or, or terrorism ideologies are recruiting their people. And it's not long before you start crossing lines into other aspects of organised crime and other aspects of more insidious use of social media. So I think once you start uh, poking around in this area, you're going to find that the issue is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. As much as people have been cynical about what's happening in Paris, do you think that if this Paris meeting hadn't been organised, that we wouldn't have seen the news a couple of days ago of Facebook banning people like uh, Louis Farrakhan, uh, Alex Jones, etc.? Yeah, I think the um, the international pressure is having some effect uh, on on Facebook and on those social media companies who are perhaps starting to feel that they're going to get a little bit more scrutiny than they are. Um, I think having said that, it, to me it seems like uh, a little too little, perhaps a little too late, and you know there's a whole lot more really to be done. Um, but yeah, I'd say the international spotlight um, is never good for you if you're doing something that is somewhat less than defensible. So yeah, it's, got, it's had some effect, I'm sure. Uh, I'm looking at a, a, a piece, a, a newswire here that says the world leaders will sign up to an agreement on how to try to end the use of social media to organise and promote terrorism. Isn't the best way when it comes to social media companies, what, what they care about is the dollars in their pocket. Billion dollar fines will do it. Um, maybe. Um, I think the biggest problem you've got there is how do you enforce uh, rules on multinational companies where they may be located in, in one country, uh, but being you know they're being used in a whole bunch of others. Um, basically, what you have is this multinational grouping um, that can be maybe one country has some pretty strict laws around them, so they'll simply move their head office to another one. So the problem you've got is um, how do you enforce 
uh, you know, laws against a multinational company um, when we're still using a sort of a, an individual state system to try and enforce it. We've really got to take a big leap into how uh, to come up with some kind of way that we can manage uh, crime and terrorism uh, in a, in, a, in a multinational way ourselves. So it's almost like we need a, a multinational internet policing body. Um, and that's a big jump, you know, that's a huge jump to go to. But I think that's what it's going to need. John, what we probably also need is the leader of the Cayman Islands, because I think that's where the, all their tax haven, uh, havens are. And uh, that would that would be, be uh, very useful at the table in, in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and look, isn't that just an excellent example that you brought up there? Um, even a little place like that um, can undermine um, a, a big multinational effort. Um, we've really got to try and get everybody on board for this. Uh, everybody's got to take it seriously. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, and, and honestly, some of these bigger companies too, we might be able to enforce you know, Facebook to do something, but there's nothing stopping other companies seeing a market in the illicit and deciding we'll go and open up somewhere else and um, mm. in, in, in somewhere that's not, that's not um, going to pay, play ball and we'll, we'll carry on. Um, right. I think one of the broader problems we've got is we've, we've let the internet develop, we've let social media develop, and nobody's said right from the start we need to look at how safe we are yeah well it, it was so so unfettered in how it developed too and and that people didn't really start thinking about all the unintended consequences of things like say facebook live until it was really too late john battersby sorry we don't have more time but really appreciate you being on the program and john battersby a fellow at massey university for defense and security studies